Welcome to Godcast, where we talk all things Bible, Jesus, and God. I'm Josh, and this is James. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we are here to to talk about uh, some some of the good, some of the some of the good word. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, You'll probably notice uh, right away if you listen to our episode one that the audio is doing much better. Yeah. Uh, the reason for that is that we are actually in person yeah. now, face our, to face with yeah. each other. Yes. We're actually up at the church, uh, up at our, our church, just yeah. sitting on some chairs. Yep. <laughs> just sitting on some chairs, yep. getting ready to talk. Yep. Oh, um, man, this snow. Like, I'm surprised I got a snow day, bro. Oh, yeah. We got, we got so we're much being, snow. We're being spoiled. <laughs> I was I was kind of bitter because I thought cause it was Martin Luther King Day where, where we really got all that snow. And I thought that we're going to get all that snow and then not get a snow day. But no, right? it's Tuesday and we're here. <laughs> Free at last. <laughs> yeah, but... But, yeah. Um, so... So, uh, to just bring it up one more time, as I'm sure people who watched us before, they uh, they heard that in, uh, it's going to be two days on, on Thursday, we're going to be going to the uh, men's retreat here in Ohio, down at the Heartland Retreat Center. And hopefully, um, I'm guess, I, I think it would probably be the next episode that comes out. Hopefully we'll be able to get some guests to come up on, on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, anybody that we can, anybody I, that'll, anybody that'll really want to come on and, yeah. and, you know, do a, do a little Bible study, do a little talking about, about Jesus on our podcast. Yeah. Um, who wouldn't want to do that? Uh, especially whenever you, I mean, right? especially, I mean, we know all the people that go down there. Yeah. Not, not, nobody's going to say no. So it just yeah. depends on who we ask, but, mm-hmm. and we really don't know how many we might be able to record whenever we're down there. So you might get just maybe two. We might be able to get a good, maybe five, right? five. Like we really don't know it's, how it's, much we're right. going to be doing down there. Um, it's, it's always, a, it's always good to talk about this stuff. Yeah. So, just saying, look forward to the next couple of uh, episodes because it won't be just us. We'll definitely have some guests, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we'll and not just whenever something special like that happens. We'll have guests every now and then, all the time because I mean we there's always men and people at our church that um, that are always willing to will always be willing to come up onto our podcast mm-hmm. and that. Um. So. So yeah, I think um, we uh, well first of all uh, again we want to encourage anybody who watches us that has um, any questions at all please uh, message us you can message us through uh, Spotify account uh, through anything that you find us on <clears throat> go ahead and feel free to yeah. message us um, to ask any questions about about. God, Jesus, anything. We're both on Instagram and Snapchat, so if anybody wants to to add us on that and ask us direct, uh, DM us and ask us any questions you you want to, it, it can never hurt to ask. I mean, absolutely. If you don't want, if you don't want, you know, your questions to be talked about on the podcast just, where other people might be yeah. listening, just just direct message us, and mm-hmm. we'll be more than happy to talk about anything yeah. in your life nothing nothing is 
out of our limits. Yeah. <clears throat> but we get this started? Absolutely. I suppose I'll I'll pray us in. Dear Heavenly Father, please be with us as we uh, start up the second episode of our podcast, and please be with us throughout every time that we uh, choose to record this podcast, for this is a podcast that we are doing for you to spread your word as best we can and to talk about your word, to better understand and better grow ourselves and anybody who listens uh, to us, their faith and their understanding of you, Lord. We ask that you be with all of the topics we speak about today. We love you. We thank you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, we kind of decided that the first topic that um, we would kind of talk about, because we we generally think that this is our first topic, because obviously in the first episode, it was kind of more of an introductory to just Mm -hmm. us and kind of getting used to doing this whole podcast thing. So, It it wasn't really a specific topic, it was just about why we did it. Yeah, just kind of about why we decided to start this. Mm-hmm. But our first topic that we kind of decided to um, dive into would be a little bit of relations, uh, specifically talking about parents. Uh, if you remember from the first episode, we both we both are high school students, and so we both still live with our parents, and um, and it um, I have. Some sisters who don't live don't live with us because they're they're they they moved out. Uh, Josh here. Yes, I'm the the oldest child in my family, so yeah, all I have is little siblings. So I'll I'll be moving out here in the next two three years. So we're both we're both if you guys didn't know we're both planning on going to the army uh, mm-hmm. directly after I'm straight out of high school. Uh, he's a senior, I'm a junior. He'll be going a lot. That's yeah, I'll be, I'll be going sooner. Yeah, he'll be giving me <clears throat> orders. <laughs> uh-huh. Hopefully, yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> just, just, uh, just be ready. If if we're ever stationed anywhere close to each other, I'll be telling you to do the stupidest. <laughs> I'll be telling you things that don't make any sense. <laughs> but if you do it wrong, <laughs> but, I don't want to listen. No. <laughs> but the um. But yeah, so we um we're still in a portion of our life where uh, I guess the re- really the relationship between a child and a parent never goes away. But we're at the point where a uh, child and parent is still closest in terms of you know uh, what um, closest in terms of the interaction between us because you know once you move out you know you, you see your parents less and less mm-hmm. and all that uh but we're still at a point where we are constantly with our parents and yeah. stuff and so um we, we we wanted to start off um and we found uh proverbs 22 verse 6 it's just one verse that reads Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Um, and I guess uh, this is most this is uh, very much speaking in um, the perspective of the parent to the child. Yeah. Um, speaking about how if you can direct your child whenever you have the most influence over them, then they will pick up the uh, 
the the good actions that you do and will mm-hmm. and will imitate you, but more importantly, will be able to understand what you're doing. And right. so, whenever they're older and can make their own decisions, they will follow suit mm-hmm. in making the right decisions. Yeah, it's like if you're, if you're not making the right decisions and your kids see that, they can quite possibly grow up and make some pretty stupid decisions because of your parenting and yeah. stuff. Yeah, actions actions speak much louder than words. Yes. You can you can say all you want, but if but we learn through imitation. So if you're doing something, then it's very if you're if you're saying one thing and doing another, your child is most likely going to follow what you do and not what you say. Yeah. So this is talking about how well, I suppose we can get in. We can get into our opinions a little bit later once we uh, talk. Once we talk a little bit about what our study Bibles um, say, uh, say uh, are going into there. Uh, would it you seems like there's a little bit, like two sections. Yeah, there's two. There is. I'll, two I'll read we can go one at a time. Read the second section. All right. Uh, we'll I'll, read, I'll read the first one. Right. It says, "In the way she should go is literally according to the child's way." It is natural to want to bring up all our children alike or train them the same way. This verse implies that parents should discern the individuality and special strength that God has given each one. While we should not condone or excuse self-will, each child has natural inclinations that parents can develop. By talking to teachers, other parents, and grandparents, we can better discern and develop the individual capabilities of each child. I like... um. I like the way that this Bible talks about that verse, where it's basically talking about how you need to have the overall, the overarching lesson that you teach your child to follow God, but don't delve too deep into making decisions for your child. And it's in, I feel like that goes in a big way of like teaching your child responsibility of not making the decision Mm -hmm. for your child. Because it's a very, it's a very, uh, parental thing to always kind of want to make sure that your child is doing right so you end up overbearing and making decisions for them that you should be leaving up to them especially in like the teenage years because Mm -hmm. you know that's that's the point that's that's the hardest point that's the hardest point because you got your, your teenagers trying to rebel against you trying to you know he wanting to do their own thing his or her own thing and it's it's hard as a like as i see like and hear like as parents like talk it's hard to let that go and it's also hard to let them branch off on their own but you can't really hold your kid captivity you know (laughs) i don't and i always i always thought that that whole phrase of like being rebellious and stuff it's like i don't I feel like that's not a good way yeah. to kind of say what it is mm-hmm. that the little bit of, you know, disharmony between a child and, or a teenage child and their parents yeah. are. I feel like rebellion isn't really the right way to describe it because, as we say, par- kids, whether they realize it or not, they imitate their parents, and they they are uh, they gra- gather quite a lot from their parents. Yeah. And so, 
it's it's much less just like rebellion and wanting to go your own way it's it's so much more kind of what this scripture is talking about where the children just want to make the choices for themselves mm-hmm. instead of their parents yeah. making the decisions for them uh, coming going back to the thing that you like the sentence you said before that it's kind of like where the saying comes up like father like son or mm-hmm. like daughter like mother mm-hmm. it's it's the same mm-hmm. thing i mean trying to imitate your parents and not even realizing it actually mm-hmm. i've heard a lot of people talking about how they never realized how similar they were to their dad or to their mom until yeah. late until much later in life whenever you got people that are saying you know you look exactly you do this exactly like yeah. you know and yeah but um oh you know Read this little section. I'm gonna read this little section. Yeah, we can go on and read the next segment. All right. Many parents want to make all the choices for their child, but the hurt, but this hurts him in the long run. When parents teach a child how to make decisions, they don't have to watch every step he takes. They know he will remain on the right path because he has made the choice himself. Yeah, that, I feel like I, that. I feel like that builds on the last thing that yeah. we were saying very well of. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you're if you're raising your kid in the church, right? Because yeah, you want to raise your kid in a church, obviously. I mean, it's not you know people don't like to be told what to do with their kids, but and I mean, I'm pretty sure you want you want to raise your kids in the church, uh, and you should have no no worries if your if your child is taking and gathering every information from the Bible and you see that they truly love God. There's really no reason to want to control your kids and why you should, you shouldn't be really scared at the same time because they have God and they, you know. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things that I think about of like, um, whenever uh, a a parent is, whenever a kid is very young, you really need to make the decisions for them because they don't, they don't know they don't understand yeah. they don't really understand consequences and all that stuff problem solving consequences and all that stuff you really need to make decisions on their you really need to make the decisions for them while also teaching them how to make said decisions yeah. and, but that's the problem once you start reaching your teenage years is that that's the point wherever you need to start where you need to start letting them make their own decisions especially because that's the point where we want to start making our own yeah. decisions but um it's 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 kind of like I remember hearing this before, where how it says that the teenage years are the hardest years for children, because you still have the restrictions on you of being a child, but are expected to act like an adult. Yeah, and and it's it's in a lot of way, you know, because you you always have problems on because nobody's perfect. You always have problems on both sides. You have parents who are overbearing and you have children who are not understanding i always find that that's one of the things that is very um like talking talking about that saying we're expected to be an adult but treated like a child i always find that there are kids like talking with like my my friends in school and that where they're just not it feels like they don't make an effort to understand their parents whenever their parents are overbearing yeah 
and it just leads to further yeah. problems versus if you just understand if you just understand sure them being overbearing is wrong they should let you kind of make your own decisions as long as you're not making a really stupid decision yeah. you know but just not trying to understand somebody else's problem it only complicates things only makes things worse parents parents do everything for a reason they're not parents uh, if you got good parents or at least one you know parents aren't going to do something our parents aren't going to do something if like uh stupid they your parents love you your parents care about you they're not going to do something to harm you they're not they're not going to you know do uh do something to harm you or ruin your future they're just most most of the time that i see they're trying to teach you a lesson because you don't see the bigger picture or a lot of a lot of people like I, i'm i'm a very stubborn person <laughs> i think most teenagers are mm-hmm. and in some ways in, in some in, way when one way or another one, there's one way or another and you you're so like so stubborn to where you don't hear what your parents saying because you think that they're trying to be overbearing but trying to teach you a lesson and it's like you got to you got to listen they're they're still your parents <laughs> you got to you got to listen they're i mean you know wisdom and and more more years you know <laughs> got more years on me <laughs> and in, in, that's one thing that i've noticed about kind of our generation is that in everybody and it's not even just younger people but for some reason it just seems like everybody is just trying to just discredit the older generation right like like, like they just like they don't know anything yeah. you know it's like like they haven't already gone through everything that you have and more you yeah. know it's, it's it's weird how or how we kind of it well it's not weird it's 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 um telling how we've stopped looking at history basically yeah to learn from it and are now just saying that it's obsolete and a lot of the people that do that where they just kind of be like uh they're old they don't understand what the new thing is or whatever it's they, it, it, they might not understand technology but they understand <laughs> they yeah, understand like, life right it's just like they understand how how it works yeah and, and you know, it's like they 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 want to teach. They want parents want to teach their kids a lesson, and they want their kids to ultimately live a better life than they have so far, mm-hmm. because they want their kids to be better than them. I mean, what parent doesn't want that? You always want your, your successor. Yes, and uh, you 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 want the family name to go on. You know, you want mm-hmm. the. Yeah, I remember when that was a thing. Yeah. That was a thing. I, I mean, I, that was at any point during my right. life wherever your family name meant something. Right. You, know, you, you don't, you, that, I remember my uh, my dad always talked about that, that his dad would say to him sometimes, you know, don't do anything that'll disrespect our family name, mm-hmm. you know. But right. Because it's like, though, you got, you disrespect the family name, you know, you you get that what for when you yeah, get home, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> then you got to do something to, to credit your name again, you right? know, like. Like because people be looking at your family like, that's, like that's your child. Yeah, that's, that's your child. That's your child. You you raising that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean like it's like it's like people look at that stuff and they think old fashioned. It's like, but it's like what's what's so wrong with that? You know, like mm-hmm. what's so wrong with with being a little old fashioned? Right. You know, I'm I'm saying that 
my child, they're gonna hear that. They're gonna hear oh, yeah. don't discredit the family name. They're gonna right? they're gonna hear that. They're gonna don't do nothing. That, don't do nothing that's gonna be stupid and reflect on yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Know, and, and, well, yeah. And like yeah, if I ever have that's that's gonna be a thing. Yeah. Also, them them phones, bro. Them phones. <laughs> that new that newfangled technology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have to have them be <laughs> set things up. I don't. I don't want that to happen. I'm the one that helps everybody else. Take that chip out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know that. But you know that's one of the things talking about um talking about um the relationship between you know uh, a parent and their and their son or daughter. Um, I, I do want to try, that is my goal of, I want to try to be that parent that, um, that I know when to step in and when not mm-hmm. to, Yeah. you know, cause I, that's one of the things, I think that's one of, probably one of the most damaging things cause it can lead to so many different problems yeah. of not letting your child child making the decisions for for themselves you can ultimately have your child hating you for mm-hmm. i mean you see now i see that it can it can go to resentment it can uh go to them relying too much on you it can go the other way yeah. you know it can lead to a, a, a mixture of the two yeah. <laughs> that, that, that that's the problem <laughs> Completely. i rely on you but i hate you yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the problem <laughs> but yeah. um uh, man, whenever whenever I I have kids, bro, if I have a daughter, she will not have a phone ever. <laughs> like, yeah. like that, that, like I will put my foot down. Like, like. You know, I, 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 what I'm thinking, and now of course I'm a 17 year old high school student. Uh, you know, in terms of what <laughs> I'm truly gonna be like whenever I parent, this is all you know, just shooting from the hip. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but. I kind of, I want to try, I want to try to educate my child enough as they kind of grow up to their teen years to the point where I can pretty much just take my hands off and let them do what they want Mm -hmm. because they already know the right from wrong. You know, that, and, you know, and in a kind of ways, that's also a big thing that ends up happening. That's another. That's a big thing. Why, whenever you're an overbearing parent trying to take decisions over for your teenage kids, that's a big thing that leads to resentment. Is like, do you not trust me enough to make the right decisions? You have to come in and and do all this stuff for me. It's, and it, it's like, uh, uh, with the family name. There's a there's a reason why they did that. Is because, you know, you you have. You're, whenever you're younger, you know, don't don't ruin the family name. So whenever you do, you know, become a teenager, young adult, you don't end up ruining the family name because you're not an idiot in society. You're mm-hmm. not you're not stupid. Yeah, make good decisions. And you know, I also think because it's like you also have to think about that the family name. What truly what does that truly bring the family name? other than just the thoughts of other people it's like doing something stupid doesn't truly reflect on the family name but you know what saying that and what that stipulation putting that stipulation on your child you know that teaches them that teaches them consequences for their actions yeah the family name really doesn't mean anything yeah but it's a way to teach consequences of you do something that's bad you do something that's stupid there's a consequence and while the consequence 
if you really think about it, the consequence of the family name is nothing. You don't really think about it that way. It's uh, I ruined the family. I ruined the family name. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's a it's a very just it's a very kind of just easy. It's an easy way to teach consequences without there being an actual consequence. And tying in the family name with God, you present whenever you go out into the world. You know, you you go to church, then you leave. You represent God. Mm-hmm. You you decided whenever you got saved and you became a Christian that you are going to go out and you're going to tell people about Jesus, God, the Bible, everything that's in the book. Mm-hmm. And if you're going out there and you're and and if you're going out there and you're you're acting a fool, then. You're you're disrespecting God. Yeah, how, God how is, is your how father. How is that reflecting on what people think of God? Whenever, mm-hmm. whenever the people meant to represent Him are acting a more fool. more like the enemy, right? You know, it's it's like it's like uh, it's like a and, no, and God's name means something. You yeah, know, like like our our family names that we have don't mean anything. Keffer and Shanklin that that means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. Could be tossed to the wind and turned to dust. Yeah, God's name, God's name. That's that's eternal. That's the yes. only thing that's going to be. You know, yeah, and we're and we're, and we're a part of that family. We yeah. we're a part of God's family. We should be we should be as a people, as a as a church, as a community, as whatever you want to say, we should be proud to be representing God. Because I mean, God didn't even have to let us represent him. I mean, we've messed up so many times. I mean, I can I can probably count I can probably mention so much stuff that I've done even today. And as of right now, it's it's two it's two forty two p.m. I could probably fill up my hands and and toes on how much I've messed up. Couldn't even count how much you you've messed up in just the first half of the day. Yeah. You know, it's it's and yeah, and then count that to. So all the life that you've had and all the life that you're going to have, the amount of times you're going to mess up, screw up, and, and you know, and put a wound on God's name. Yet yeah. He still trusts you to do that because you're His children. You know, you know, you gotta, you gotta try harder than, than yeah. what some, what and, some so-called Christians be doing. You yeah, know? and like I said last episode, you're, you're gonna, you're a sinner. You're you're obviously gonna mess up, but you can't use that as the get out of jail free card mm-hmm. every time. Every time I mess up on purpose, you can't just be messing up on purpose and be saying, uh, "Well, God, you, you forgive me, right?" Yeah, well, that's just the thing is that you think it's a get out of jail free card, but it's not. Yeah, because God, Cause said, God, God knows God your heart. Yeah, God says, you know, you're lukewarm. He's gonna spew you from his mouth. He knows he, your he heart. doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't accept that. He doesn't accept a sorry. He accepts a sorry and a change. Mm-hmm. He expects you to do better, yeah. not just uh, every time I do it, I'll just, yeah. just, I'll just get, I'll repent. You yeah. know, that's not, that's not, that's not repentance. Yeah. That's that's speaking some words. Man, and, and God goes, li- God goes, God goes by the same way that we do. Actions speak louder than words. It's yeah, sure. It's, he, you need, you need to say and you need to repent. That's a part of even just being saved. Is you need to pray to God. Asking for forgiveness, but if you just if, if if you just say that and not truly act on that, then what what have you done? It's you just know, lip it's service. Just, it's just words. And know? then God God don't take that. He don't. Mm-hmm. He he knows your heart. He does. All right. So you want to uh, 
to the to go to our next scripture that we we got uh, we got. Uh, it's yes, Ephesians I can, six. I will I will turn my way over there. One through four, I'm pretty sure. Is that is that what we? I believe that's what we decided. All right, Ephesians six. If you guys can turn to uh, Ephesians six, one through four. Would you like to read it while I'm? Uh yes. <clears throat> so this is this is more aspect of the children, the the child, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. The first the first one was kind of specifically talking to the parents. This is kind of uh, a mix of both of yes. the children and the parents. Yes. So children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on earth. <clears throat> and ye fathers, provoke not your child to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and... <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> I'm going to redo that. <laughs> I'm going to redo verse 4. <laughs> And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and above... I'm going to mess this word up. Above admonition. Admonition of the Lord. It's not every day you use the word ad... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think I've ever seen that word other than yeah. there. But. I've never heard of that. You got the Google machine up? <laughs> admonition. Yeah, what does that mean? Does, does it say... It should say it off to the side somewhere. Admonition. I'm pretty sure... Let's... I'm pretty sure admonition, because it's kind of like admonishment, so I'm, I think, so I'm pretty sure it's something like, uh, nurture, and I think like, uh, like praise, like, yeah. like give, uh, you know, a, a praise to your child, so but let's start. What this, what this is essentially saying, like, like in the beginning, like in the, in verses one, children obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy, and then go to the verse two. Honor thy father and mother, which in the first commandment with promise. It's literally like children these days, our generation don't honor their parents. Absolutely not. And you, we even saw that in the in the sixties with with the hippies. They didn't honor their their parents. The, the reason why they did that is because they didn't like their parents in the first place. But it's progressively got worse and worse and worse. And it seems it seems like it seems like the the, the children the the child is the head of the household. Yeah, it has definitely just gotten worse and worse. It's it's not and speak speaking from the the child slash teenager perspective, it has like not not yeah, in, we, we, not we, in we our own homes. We've seen it. Yeah, not in I our mean, own. We're, we're right around all the all the children. Yeah, that we. And it's it's like yeah, you get a few like like me and James, a few here and there. Homes are great you know we're not the head of the household the parents are but we go to school and we see everything that that is happening and it's not it's not good i mean self-proclaimed self-proclaimed christians at my school don't honor their parents and then get preachy with people and i'm not you know i'm not here to talk about anybody bad i'm not here to gossip but it's it's just pointing out the problems and trying to fix it it's, I mean, I mean, sure, maybe gossiping's a sin, but not don't wanna don't wanna you know mention mention anybody. Don't wanna you know uh, throw any stones. Mm -hmm. But if you if you see a problem and don't and don't uh, act to try to fix it, then then you're just as bad as the person yeah. who's, who's doing the problem. Yeah. So, and and we don't wanna just 
you know bash children because it's not it's not just children yeah. it's really everything but it's we've seen the decline of good parents we've seen the decline of good children yeah and it's we just seen the decline of everything about our about parents everything not, parents not disciplining their children children not listening to their parents but children not listening to their parents can go back to parents not disciplining their children because the, the child knows that they're gonna get away with it anyways so mm-hmm. why even bother listening you know there's yeah there's like in, in our school there there are multiple there are multiple girls and in, in our uh, in in my uh, my class that are that are that are pregnant. Yeah. Like it's just like yeah. it's just like come on guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, like come on. Come on. Like <laughs> it's it's high school. I mean come on. Yeah, like you're still like it's you, nice. you don't even I'm pretty sure what was it? That it, it I've heard I've heard in a in a uh, a sci- uh, a study that our minds can't even fully grasp sex until we're in like our 20s yeah. like we don't we, we still don't even our minds can't even fully wrap our heads around like everything about that we're not even supposed to be doing that until yeah, we're married right like, yeah not in it let alone let alone until we're actually supposed to do it you yeah. know it's just like you, you, in, in, whenever people do that it's like it's like do do you really think you're gonna be with that dude for the rest of your life yeah, with, that, with that dude or that woman it's just like it's like I don't, I don't know. It's just it's it's never seen. I don't know. It 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 really is pro- probably just because of our upbringing of, of being brought up in the church for a, a good portion. Is it's just like that. It never seemed really really enticing to. Yeah. It's just like I don't. It's like whenever I whenever I eventually. It's just like I want I want that to be with somebody that I am one hundred percent sure of my and future. You gotta with. pray to God before you, yeah, you, you even know. progress, you know. Yeah, and it's just <clears throat> so it's just like anything you do really, you pray. Anything you, do. you pray. You make sure that it's that it's what God wants for you in your life. And another thing is like being brought up in the church, we didn't get like this for for no reason. We're are we don't think like this for no reason. It's it's not because of us. It's because of God, but we also we also listen to God and listen to His word. And we didn't we didn't get like this for no reason. We have people around us to to help us understand more and more. And now we're doing this podcast, and it's it's great. <laughs> and you know, I always whenever I talk about my own views for like my friends in school and that stuff, you always find everybody. Excuse me. Um, it seems like a lot of people, most people, kind of know what Christians think about a lot of our about a lot of the things that we don't do, a lot of the things that we do do, some other things. Um, but it seems like so many people don't understand why. Like I like I've had to explain why Christians wait for marriage to have sex. Why? you know we don't drink alcohol why certain things why other things you know and it's it's just like it's like i under it's like i understand that not everybody not every person grew up in church in fact most people probably haven't grown up in Mm -hmm. church but it's just that it's just like you know it's like we got to get we got to get better at spreading the word about what this stuff and it's like what this stuff means going around telling people they're gonna burn and in hell and and do and and not make it to heaven and 
it's it's hopeless for them is not the smartest thing because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go sell like have you seen them like vaping commercials like the the ad that's like the depression stick mm-hmm. instead of calling it a vape people don't want that mm-hmm. the the you're selling that's, that's like a, that's actually a really good analogy yeah. of like what you're the, like. De, you're selling the what's called the depression stick which is a vape which lots of people vape I'm personally not one of those people uh, you never <laughs> the, will. the only thing that's going in my lungs is air <laughs> right right. right. And, uh, yeah, maybe maybe some water if you know it goes down the yeah, wrong down the wrong pipe, right? But it's like you're not gonna you're not gonna market something, and and point out like you're not gonna market a vape and and say that it causes depression, even though you know you know it does. It's it's kind of the same thing with Christianity. You're not gonna you're not gonna do anything scaring people. Yeah, but, the, the, but the difference between that yeah. is that. With the vape, the, the difference is that with the vape, your the marketing of the the scary one is actually true. Yeah. The scary marketing of what Christianity is is not truthful. Yeah. There's only good that comes with yeah. with becoming and a Christian and all. People that. people don't. It's like people don't understand. People. We're getting excited. <laughs> people don't understand how excited you get as a Christian because I mean people people are like. Well, what what about the fun times that I like to have? You can have fun times. No, that's something. That's so it's, something. It's like it's like I just I just want to grab you by the <laughs> arm and drag you to yeah. church, but I can't because that's a crime. I'm pretty. <laughs> that's a crime. That's a crime. But I just want to show you, show you what it it feels like to be in the presence of God and just have and talk to Him. It's like, it's like the it's the greatest thing ever. It's like, it's like. One one moment with God beats anything that you're ever going to experience in your short time on Earth. One moment with God. Yeah, it's just like I've had this conversation with my friends, with some of my friends before, where like like uh, some of my friends in school, in fact, most of my friends in school, uh, like either drink or do something, and the um, and I've had one of my friends who who drinks and. And uh, they asked, they asked me, like, you know, like, like, what do you do for fun then? Like, you know, if you don't go out and party, if you don't do blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, well, okay, I, I have been to a few parties. You know what I didn't do there, though? Drink. Yeah. And I still had fun. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's just like. It's fine to go to parties. It's fine to have fun with your friends. But your friends don't come before God. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your earthly aspirations and what you want to do on, on earth it doesn't outweigh the need for God every single day. Every, bro. <laughs> it's just like it's just like listen, just because you need listen, just because I can have fun without having a hangover in the morning. Yeah, it, it, that's not my problem. I like, to, right? <laughs> I like to remember my good times. Yeah, right. It's like it's like it's like I have it's like with this person or with my friends that drink a lot and they and they talk about like how do you have fun without going out and partying or whatever. It's just like we have such fun and just talking yeah with them and laughing and blah 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 it's like this this is how i have fun exactly what we're doing right now mm-hmm. just talking is enough it's just like you know it's like it's the, the little human, things of the, life. <laughs> the human mind was not made to have alcohol in it judging by what alcohol does to you yeah it's like it's like you don't need that stuff to have fun it's just you can the human mind with the human mind 
a lot can happen. Yeah. All right. It's like it's like this this right here is fun, and like I was I was that person that I was that person because I used to go to church whenever I was really little. And then I stopped going because the church that I was going to was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they believed in like speaking in tongues and and whatnot. And oh, like, yeah. yeah. And uh, I kind of got like they forced me to go to the altar, which I did not like. It scared yeah, me. It scared me. Uh, and I always had this this thing whenever I was little. I was like, what am I gonna do in heaven? Go on walks? <laughs> and what, what what am I gonna do? S- stand there and. My my whatever what I thought is was so because I was I was in what somebody could say someone's shoes where they're they're like this this doesn't seem fun it doesn't seem fun but whenever you get that little taste of it it's <laughs> yeah they say it's like once you once you truly once you try the Oreo you don't want to stop <laughs> yeah it's, it's like you, the, uh, what was it uh it was is it Pringle slogan like you can all, you no Lay's you you. I dare you to eat just one or something like that. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> or, or like maybe, maybe it's cheese. It's the, the. I don't remember. It was one that we're gonna go through the whole grocery store <laughs> before we figure it out. But yeah, there's Bueller's right there. <laughs> but um, but um, it's just like it, it's mostly just people just don't understand how how we can uh, do all that. How people don't understand how. Christians and how I, I guess I guess to just say how we function I guess yeah. is is just is the amount of things that is acceptable in society that Christians don't do people don't understand how we um, how we how how we discard those things mm-hmm. like and and some of some of that stuff that's accepted in society is our fault. Too. Yeah. It's our fault that we let it get like that. Now, you know, I mean, I mean, in other countries, whatever, but at least, at least in Britain and America, who were very much Christian countries, if you're a Christian and you're complaining about how America is today, which I mean, I guess throughout this, we kind of were, yeah. you really got to look more in the mirror of, of why not, not, um, what did Satan do to allow this to 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 get this to happen, Satan. it's more what didn't we do that es- allowed this to happen? Essentially, Satan has no power over us at all. We let him have all of his power over us. If you really think about it, yeah. And if you if you go, and it's not even hard to find. If you go back to the starting of our country to where it is now, you can very very clearly see just the slow. Uh, decline of Christian values in our country and because we, I mean because all of American values I mean the whole the whole reason why people came to America was for religious freedom because they were being prosecuted for actually following God over in Britain because the Roman Catholic Church was corrupt yeah it's like and it's like it's like I we like if every single Christian in America just steps up we can bring this nation back to what it should be and help other nations, you know? I mean, I mean what are you talking about every single Christian? I, I can't remember who it was in the Bible. Maybe it was David? But but uh, the, this but the town, the, 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 the city had fallen to 
horrible corruption, and I mm-hmm. think it was David. He alone prayed because yeah. God was going to destroy the whole city. He alone prayed to God that he would spare the city mm-hmm. if they could find just one. I think it eventually came down to just one person who still followed God. David alone. Was it Daniel? I don't I think know. It I feel like it was it's a person that started with a D. It was either yeah, it was, David or Daniel. Yeah, it was I Daniel. I think it, it was think one it was of Daniel. them. But they, but they alone prayed and saved an entire nation from destruction from God. If one person can do that, how many Christians do you think there are in America? I mean, come on. Yeah. There's, if we just, if we can just be there with God and absolutely just get on board as much as we can and just really dive deep into being with God, being in the spirit and really giving our heart to this country and what we want it to be, then we we can easily turn this around. We can I, easily it could, it could take it could take the ch- the church where we are right now. It could take one person from the church, mm-hmm. but it doesn't it's not really the it's not really it's not really the people we don't really do much god's the one that does it god's the one that does it we don't do very we don't do very much but all it takes is is one person to you know to pray to god and keep just keep praying just keep praying just keep praying mm-hmm. and that's <laughs> this is now whenever we're now, of course, and don't be dismayed, because I know a lot of people, and I think something, and I think some Christians, maybe not a lot, but I think some Christians are kind of using Revelation and the end times as kind of an excuse to kind of be lax, yeah. because the Bible clearly states that things are going to get worse, uh-huh. that that in order, in the time that Jesus comes, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And already many of the prophecies that were said in Revelation and in Daniel have already come true, a lot of the stuff. But the Bible says that it's just going to get worse and stuff. But I feel like a lot of people are using that. uh, Well, again, not a lot of people, but I feel like there's some people that are using that as an excuse to kind of not go out, you know, not try to turn people to God, not pray over their country. It's like that's what you were, what God told you to do, it's like people aren't doing and I fall guilty to this too mm-hmm. because we waited a year to do this yeah, yeah. we waited a year, a, a year and this. some change this could be this could have been done a year ago and who mm-hmm. knows what we could have done good thing we're doing it now mm-hmm. but you know it, you know it, we're you know uh kudos to uh, you know God is basically saying kudos for us to doing it now because yeah. we, we eventually followed his will but you know, you, whenever we go to heaven, and he's going to come to us about our good works, and he's going to get onto this podcast, he's going to say, "Good job for doing the podcast." But where were you whenever I told you to do it a year and six months ago? Yeah, that's what's going to happen. You can't just because Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit, never once said to stop praying for anything, any kind of problem. There is no you. Even whenever you have full assurance, you know, you pray with all of your heart, body, mind, and soul, even when you have full assurance that God is going to do something for you, God never said in the Bible to just stop praying for that. You know, there is no part in the Bible where it ever says, where God ever tells you to stop praying for something. So even as we know from, from God's word that the world is only going to get worse until Jesus comes, why why are you becoming why become lax in your prayer why uh 
shut down basically yeah. you know it why why not one because you can lose your soul yeah, with don't, god don't just because you backslide. Did that. yeah don't yeah, backslide don't, no you become complacent you know i, I i've you thought about lukewarm. this i've thought about this analogy before where um being a christian is kind of it's like it's an uphill battle you're constantly going uphill but it's a it's a it's a um a steady incline mm-hmm. of just uphill but and but if you sit a chair down and you sit down on that chair you think you're in one spot but because it's an incline you're moving backwards sitting down and being still is not being still you're going to slowly but surely drift away from god you can there's no way in which you can stay close to god except for constantly moving forward towards him mm-hmm. and Oh, do you have anything else to add to that? Do I have anything else to add? Um, I, I don't. But uh, just just going back on everything we said, just just uh, just ask us any questions and stuff. You know, if you, I, I know that these podcast episodes are long. It's it, it, sometimes it can drag on, but this stuff that we're talking, it's fun. It's it's. You know, it'll be much funner once we can get some guests, if we can get some participation from our listeners to ask yeah. questions yes. and stuff, stuff for us to go out and study, yes. you know, that'll yes. be better. Please. Plus, if it's long, you know, um, I, I, this one is coming up to about 50 minutes. Um, A lot of these ask, episodes are going to be like that. Probably, yeah. <laughs> most most of them, but... We get um, excited. Like <laughs> You could e- uh, easily turn this on, you know, whenever you're working, just have it in the background, yeah. you know, and just... That's, that's usually what I do. I, I mean, I listen to Unashamed, uh, the Doug Dynasty one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very good podcast. Yeah. If you haven't uh, listened to that podcast or mm-hmm. ever There's, seen it, go ahead and uh, you, James, check them out. Your dad and our Sunday school teacher actually got me got me on, onto that, uh, mm-hmm. just talking about it. Mm-hmm. They were just talking about it. I'm like, I want to I I check this out. <clears throat> Well, I think this is going to be the end of our podcast. Uh, you know, is there anything you'd like to add? Nothing. Nothing that we haven't already spoken about a little bit. Thank you very much for listening to episode two of Godcast. Please uh, uh, be ready for anything else that we put up in the next few days. Yeah. Um, it'll probably... I imagine we'll probably stack up on recording a few like instead of like how we did for the first two episodes where we make it and then publish it i imagine doing over the men's retreat we'll probably just gather up some recordings and then publish them kind of all at once after the men's retreat so it'll probably be a few day um you know a few days before we upload another episode but that's just because we're stacking them up um Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please tune in next time, whenever it is. Josh, would you like to pray us out? Yes. Dear Lord, thank you for this day that we can just come together and just just worship you, God, and spread your word. I ask that you you just just use this podcast for something great. And even even if we don't reach reach a lot of people, just at least reach one. Just just one, God. And I ask that you just, just let us go out today. Uh, with a with an open heart and mind, and just just ready to serve you, God. And I ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.